ערב שבת קודש, פרשת ניצבים וילך, the end of year תשפ"ג, last שבת תשפ"ג. ספר דברים was uh, sponsored לעילוי נשמתה טהורה של מרת איריס בת אביגיל, עליה השלום. רוח השם תניחנה בגן עדן, אמן. And it was donated by Isaac and Tehillah Levy. הקדוש ברוך הוא will bless them and will fulfill all their wishes לטובה. And they should have a lot of nachat from all their children and family. This week's parasha, parashat Nitzavim Vayelech, was a sponsor the Kavod Yeshivat Moreshet Yerushalayim and all the rabbis there by an anonymous. Abish Bochum will bless him with Rikat Shana Tova, Ibaba Chatima Tova, Abish Bochum will listen to all his prayers and will fulfill all his wishes Tova. We will speak this week about Parashat Vayelech, and after this we will speak a little bit, uh, speak about uh, this Rosh uh, Hashanah that falls on Shabbat. In this week's parasha, Parashat Vayelech, the Pasuk says the following. Akhel et ha'am ha'anashim ve'hanashim ve'hataf וגרך אשר בשעריך, למען ישמעו ולמען ילמדו ויראו את השם אלוקיכם, ושמרו לעשות את כל דברי התורה הזאת. פסוק says, gather, gather together the people, the men and the women, and the small children, and you stranger who is in your cities, so that they will hear and so that they will learn And, the, and they shall fear Hashem and be careful to perform the words of the Torah. The Gemara asks a question on this Pasuk. The Gemara says we can understand why men are coming to listen the Divrei Torah that is being spoken on the seventh year of after Shemitah, and they, they are coming to hear the Divrei Torah that is being said in Mikdash. Men are coming to learn. Women are coming to listen. But the Gemara asks, the, the little children, why they are coming? Answers the Gemara, Niten Sachar Tov Lemevi'ehem, to pay a reward for the parents that brought them. Means to say, even though the little children, little children, here we are, we are talking about infants, uh, means less than, than the, the, the size of Chinuch, very little children, they are bringing them, and, and they are not. They have nothing to do with learning and with hearing the great Torah. 
and why there, the Torah says, bring them, says the Gemara, in order to pay reward to the parents. The Maharim means, Maharim means he lived in Italy in the time of Maran Bet Yosef. He was a, he was a, a big rabbi there in Italy and he was the Rosh Yeshiva in the city Padua. The, he asks, the, the, the Gemara asks, why you bring the children? The Gemara didn't use, what is the purpose to bring the children? And therefore, the, the Marimim says that why to bring the children? The answer is obvious. You have little babies. The parents are coming to Mikdash where they will leave the little babies. They will leave them at home and you think that if they will leave them home, they will be able to concentrate, to learn and to listen. The Divrei Torah, the Darush, the Darush took a whole day. It was almost a whole day of learning. So you think that they will be able to concentrate? All the mind, all their mind will be at home. They will think about the children. So says Mary means we have to say that for sure the parents when they came they brought with them the children. This is obvious for sure they brought with them when they went when they came to Mikdash. But the question that the Gemara is asking is tough. Lama Baim, children, why they are coming? The question is, why the Torah made it as a mitzvah to bring the children? We can understand mitzvah to the father to come, to learn, to the mother to listen to the great Torah. But the children, why the Torah wrote it? The Torah shouldn't have write the children. The children, anyway, they will, the parents will bring them. So why the Torah wrote it as a mitzvah? Answers the Maharim means. The Gemara says, you know what's the reason that the Torah did it as a mitzvah? The Torah turned something natural that the parents are taking with them their little babies, the Torah changed it into a mitzvah in order that they will be able, the parents will be able to get a reward for, uh, for bringing them because it's a burden to bring them and therefore they will get a reward for it. This is according to what we learned in the Mishnah at the end of Mesechet Makot. The end of Mesechet Makot, the last words there are, Rabbi Hananiah ben Akashia Omer, Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lezakot Et Yisrael. Borah wanted that Am Yisrael will get a lot of zechuyot, a lot of merits, a lot of rewards. 
לפיכך, therefore, הרבה להם תורה ומצוות. שנאמר, המוני חפץ למען צדקו, יגדיל תורה ויגדיר. Explains the Tiferet Israel, בארון במשניות. What is the meaning, הרבה להם תורה ומצוות? So he says, if you have מצוות, this is the מצוות of Hashem. But he says that there are a lot of מצוות which are logic מצוות, and that the people will fulfill them without saying it, writing it in the Torah. Let us say, for example, not to steal, or give kavod to your parents. This is something natural. But says that the Torah Israel, the Torah changed these natural things into mitzvah. This is the meaning, kirba lahem Torah mitzvot. He made them a lot of mitzvot. The a lot of mitzvot relates to these special mitzvot which are logic that anyway people would have fulfilled them even without the Torah. And the same thing is what the Torah did um, with uh, bringing the little babies to Beit HaMikdash in, in the time of Hakel um, to, pay the, to, to pay the parents a reward. We have such a thing that is close to us on Erev Yom Kippur. On Erev Yom Kippurim, there is a mitzvah to eat. The Torah says everyone who eats on Erev Kippur as if he's fasted two days. Erev Kippur and Kippur. Let's ask a question. What would have been if the Torah wouldn't have tell us to eat, or Hazal wouldn't have tell us to eat on Erev Kippur? People wouldn't have eaten on Erev Kippur in order to strengthen themselves to, um, for the past. The answer is, they would have eaten. But since Erev Kippur, we need a lot of mitzvot. We need a lot of merits on Yom Kippurim. Therefore, what the Torah, what Chazal, what the Torah did, she took something natural, eating, and changed it and made it as a mitzvah. Lezakot et Israel. Torah. We mentioned before what Maharim Nitz said that people, and anyway, they will bring their children to the Mikdash because they are very, very small babies. And in order that they will be able to concentrate in learning, 
they must bring their children to the, to the Mikdash. They will bring them anyway to the Mikdash because if they will not, they will not be able to concentrate in learning. Close to it, I have once in the name of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach, came to him a, 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 a woman that had a, she, she was a mother with little, very little babies. And she asked him, what shall I do on Yamim Noraim? What shall I do on Rosh Hashanah? Shall I come to shul? Or shall I pray at home? Yeah, so he said to her, it's better for you to pray home and not to come to shul. Because if you will come to shul and you will leave your children home, even with the babysitter, where will be your mind? In the prayer or taking care of thinking about your children? So he said, therefore, it's better for you to pray home and to, and to have in mind the prayer than to go to shul and in the prayer to have in mind your children. And we must say that in the time of the Mikdash, that they fulfilled the mitzvah hakel and all the parents brought their little children, we must say that a mess happened at that time, that the babies didn't disturb. Came thousands of babies. If, if all of them are crying in the middle of the speech, who, who will hear? There was no speaker at that time. We must say that a mess happened at that time. But nowadays, we don't have this missing that we will bring the children to the shul and they will be babies and they will be quiet. Therefore, he says, it's better to pray home and to have in mind the prayer than to come to shul and to have in mind the children. This Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Rosh Hashanah is Shabbat. On Shabbat, Chazal made a decree, even though it's mitzvah d'oraita to blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah, said the Gemara, Rahamim, says Rava, Rahamim made a decree that maybe a person will not, the blower, he will not know some of the halachot, how to blow, and he will carry the shofar on Shabbat before blowing to go to the Chacham to teach him. And he will over on Tiltul, Arba Amot, Bereshut Harabim. Because of this, we don't blow shofar on, on, on Rosh Hashanah that falls 
on Shabbat. Logic? Such a thing? As we think now, it's illogic. Because maybe, maybe one of the people in the world that he doesn't know to blow shofar on Arab Rosh Hashanah. Who doesn't know to blow shofar on Arab Rosh Hashanah? All the, all the blowers are already. But maybe there is one in the world that he is not. Because of this, Chachamim canceled the, uh, the, the mitzvah of blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbat. Here we have a big question. Why? Because Rabbi Yitzchak says in the Gemara, why do we blow shofar before Musaf and on Musaf? Says Rabbi Yitzchak, in order to mix the Samachmen, that he will be confused. And then we will be able to be judged to the favorite. This is written in the Gemara. According to this, says Tosfot, since one of the purposes of blowing shofar is to mix the Samach men, that he will not be able to process it, and we will be able to have, to get good life from Borei Olam, because he will be mixed. Says Tosfot, a year that you don't blow shofar because of an emergency will be a bad year at the end. In those days, if you didn't blow shofar in the beginning of the year, a lot of tsarot used to come at the end of the year. And Chachamim would have made a fast, pray and blow shofar. Because of the tsarot, of the problems that will come. So if you don't blow shofar in the beginning of the year, you will, at the end, will be that you will blow shofar at the end of the year. If not in the beginning, you will blow at the end of the year because of a lot of tzavot. Says Tosfot in the name of Bahag, this is only if you didn't blow shofar because of any emergency that happened. For instance, the shofar that was prepared for the shul was closed, was locked in a safe, and the one, the person who had the key didn't come to shul, and nobody knows where is he. Such a year, a problem. But if you didn't blow shofar on Shabbat, because of Shabbat, everything, the whole year will be fine. You will not have any problem. Only if you didn't blow a shofar because of an emergency. Asks the Meir Simcha Midvinsk. He doesn't understand. One of the purposes is of blowing shofar is to mix the Samachmen. 
In other words, blowing the shofar is like a medication against the Samachman. If somebody didn't fulfill a mitzvah, for instance, he wanted very much to fulfill mitzvah sukkah, but because of an emergency, he couldn't. But he wanted very much. Says the Gemara, if he wanted very much, Borei Olam considered it as if he was sitting in a sukkah. But so far, is different. You cannot say it is. I wanted to blow shofar because of Shabbat. I didn't blow, and it's considered that as if I blow because here the shofar is like a medication. You cannot say to a person, you know what? Since you wanted to take the medication, it's considered as if you took it and you will be healed. So the same thing says by shofar. Shofar is like a medication. It's against the, 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 the Samach man. If you don't blow shofar, so how the, 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 the Samach man will not be, will not be uh, mixed? And if he will not be mixed, how you will be able to get Chaim Tovim on Rosh Hashanah? Explains the Meshachot, in the book, in his book, Meshach Chokmah, and says, there is another purpose why we blow shofar. We are blow shofar in a, in, a, in, a, in a horn that was made from a ram to remind Bore Olam Akedat Yitzchak. And because of this merit, Bore Olam will have favor on us, will favor us. Says the Mayor Simcha, not blowing is like blowing. Blowing, there is a purpose to remind Akedat Yitzchak to Bore Olam. What happened on Akedat Yitzchak? Explains the Chatam Sofer. Bore Olam said to Abraham, Kachna et binchat yechidcha asher ahavta et Yitzchak and go to Haram Moriah and, and ha'alehu sham le'ola and Abraham said to Yitzchak, let's go. And Yitzchak asked him, where is the, where is the, the sheep that we are going to sacrifice? Abraham answered him, either Abraham will show us, either you will be the one. Says the Chatam Sofer, Abraham and Yitzchak is like Torah Shebichtav and Torah Shebaalpe. Torah Shebichtav, the written Torah, is a Torah that was said 
directly by Borei Olam. Torah Shebaal Peh is a Torah that is being transferred by the rabbis. By Abraham fulfilling the Akedah was like fulfilling a mitzvah from the written Torah. Because Abraham heard go and, sec and, 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 and and bring up your son as an Ola was said by Bore Olam directly. Like Torah Shebikhtar. Yitzchak didn't hear it from Hashem. He heard it from his Rebbe, from, his, from Abraham. So by Yitzchak, it is like Torah Shebaal Peh. Yitzchak, he learned in the yeshiva of Abraham all the years. Abraham Avinu taught in the yeshiva. Borei Olam, at that time, that all the goyim used to sacrifice children to, to their gods. Borei Olam taught all the, all the people that came to the yeshiva. This is only by Goyim. By Borolam, we don't have such things. And it's not healthy. And here his father is telling him, I'm going to take you to be, a, to be like a korban, to be sacrificed. It's hot. He didn't say a word. He didn't ask his father why. He didn't check at that moment if Abraham Avinu is 100% unconscious. Maybe he's at that time a senile to sacrifice your son. Yitzchak submitted totally to Abraham Avinu. In other words, Yitzchak Submitted to Torah Shebaal Peh. Other person. And he was ready to be sacrificed as a Korban. Yitzchak was Moser Nefesh for Torah Shebaal Peh. And this is the purpose of blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah. On, on, on Rosh Hashanah. To use this merit. Yitzchak sacrificed himself for Torah Shebaal Peh. Borei Olam, help us. Listen the blowing of the shofar. Remember Akedat Yitzchak. We are not blowing shofar on Shabbat. Why we don't blow shofar on Shabbat? It's very dangerous for us. Because if we don't blow shofar, then the, the Samach men will not be mixed. And our judgment will be very, very difficult. The prosecutor will open, open his mouth at that time. And we will be in a very dangerous situation. Nevertheless, we are not blowing. Why not? Because the Chachamim said 
don't blow. A decree of Chachamim. Logic, illogic. But we submit our desire to blow to the Chachamim, to the Torah Shebaal Peh. And with this, we are standing on Rosh Hashanah, the false on Shabbat, and we are saying to Borah Olam, Borah Olam, see, we didn't blow, but we were submitting and sacrificing and putting ourselves in a dangerous situation because of the kavod of Shabbat, kavod Borah Olam, submitting and not blowing the shofar. And, and, and because of this, and because of this, we cannot, we are not blowing, because of this, we are not blowing the shofar. So not blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, the false on Shabbat, we are getting to the same purpose if we would have blow shofar. Blowing shofar, saying to Baraulam, Yitzchak, submit himself to Abraham, to something illogic, submitted himself to Torah Shebaal Peh, was ready to Moser Nefesh for him. Am Israel, without blowing shofar, are saying to Baraulam, the same idea. We are not blowing shofar. We are Moser Nefesh. Maybe Hasbe Shalom. Samach Mem will be able to say whatever he wants. He will not be mixed. But we are submitting to the Chachamim without blowing the shofar. And this year, the, 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 the Shabbat that we kept will be our defense in front of Bore Olam. She will stand and she will be the defense for Am Israel. And therefore, says the Baal Aruch Laner, it's, it's, it will be very good if people will try to keep this Shabbat in all the strictness that they can because the Shabbat will be their defense. And it's the Shabbat will not be able to defend ourselves if somebody will not keep the Shabbat properly. So it would be very good if everyone will strengthen himself to keep the Shabbat with a lot of strictness as much as he can, that in this way, the Shabbat will be the, the defense and it will be and the Shabbat will be able to defend ourselves in front of Bore Olam. I want to say thank you to Isaac Tweck that established the Shi'ur and to Avram Shoma that every Shabbat he helps that this uh, shiur will be broadcast to our uh, students. Chazak baruch to them. Hadosh will wish them a Shana Tova 
and his school be In Hashem, we are going to have another shiur before of Rosh Hashanah. And then we will wish all our students uh, Shabbat Shalom.